All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another rousing rendition of the Brethren Podcast in the segment we like to call Cocktail Combos. We have conversations with success vets and very special guests we got on this evening. Uh, lifelong friend, uh, renaissance man, uh, jack of all trades, Mr. Jewel Taylor. Some of y'all may not know it, but I guarantee you, if you look at some of the movie credits and TV shows that you watch, you will see his name scrolling across the screen, man. It's a pleasure, bro. How you doing, dog? What's up, man? You ain't gonna tell him we went to motherfucking pre-kindergarten? Oh, we look, 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 we, look, we getting into that. Look, we getting into that. I'm, pre- I'm gonna preface this conversation right now by saying, look, I have literally known this man my entire life. <laughs> and like, like my entire life, pre-K, like, pre-K. <laughs> like still wet in the bed probably, like pre-K up like, now- like entire life. But now they're putting uh, in, in the cafeteria. <laughs> snack packs. <laughs> snack pack name. Pizza Slushies lunch. and snack packs. Pizza lunch. Right. You know what I'm saying? St. Joseph, man. Look, I've been doing this man forever, bro. This man. That was, uh, that was part of the talking conversation I wanted to have with you is, like, our entire life, you've always been, like, talented. Like, Everybody around us knows that. Like you always, you could draw. You was decent at sports, soccer, basketball. Like me and you had a rap group for a short period of time. Like you was, you was, you were rapping. You know, like but you've always been, you've always been a creative spirit. Like dead ass. Like you've always, you know, you've always had create creativity in you. You've always been a talented person. And the first question I want to ask you is what what sent you towards film. Like I know you went to you you went down to Florida, you went to U of F and you 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 did film school, but I'm like, Jewel does film. Shout out to the Gators. But I'm like, when I when I first heard it, I was like, okay, Jewel do a film? Like, okay, because like you always been talented. So it wasn't that crazy, but it's just like film. But like what 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 pushed you towards that direction? Um, I mean I was in uh so my freshman year in Florida. I was a, you know, I was an art student. I was a, I was an art major because I was trying to do video game design. And so, mm-hmm. I was a, um, the Florida ain't had no video game design program. So like the, the closest thing they had was um closest thing they had was like this uh, kind of it's called digital arts and sciences. It was like engineering and art. So it's like yeah, yeah, take, yeah. yeah. You have like engineering courses, like math courses and all that kind of shit, computer courses, and then you also take art class. So it wasn't really video game design, but it was like right. closest, the closest thing they had. And so I was trying to hold off all the math classes. And I, you know, I don't like, but I, I started uh, with the art classes, you know what I'm saying? So I was an art mm-hmm. man. So I, while I was taking my art classes, I had a um I had a, a a project my freshman year. So first of all, I I was not a great art student, ironically. I was like a good student, but I wasn't a good art student. So like I got a D my first right. semester. I ain't never got a D in my life and nothing. You know what I'm saying? I got a D. <laughs> I was in college. I got a fucking C and a D. Now I was like, oh shit. Like I actually was like super average in terms of being an art student but you know the the one project i had a project in in um 
in this like four hour like boot camp class that we used to that I had to do my freshman year, my second semester. And we had a project and I was like, man, I'm gonna make a film because I was trying I'm being lazy and I was trying to get around doing it. They they mm-hmm. uh, we were supposed to collaborate with artists, you know, like you you picked a a name out of bucket. And I picked this dude, David Shrigley, who's like this kind of irreverent artist. He do like photography and he do like um uh, kind of almost like comic style art. And so mm-hmm. I just happened to pick this dude. I never heard of him. And so I was like, damn. And the, and the assignment was like to combine your art style with their art style and, and like collaborate with them. So like right. people had like, you know, sculpt, there was like painters and sculptor, all kind of different styles of art in the, in, in the thing. So, you know, like somebody might be a person who specializes in like sculpture. And then, like, they might pick a painter out the head. So you might, like, sculpt something and paint it. And that's, like, y'all collaboration, you know. Right. I'm going to do a film. That's going to be my part that I bring into. I don't know how what, how that even came to mind. But so I had um, went and borrowed my boy, uh, one, of my, one of my classmates, like, handy cams. And then I just like made a little short film, but but he had like a very like satirical like like it's like it's kind of like almost like newspaper, uh, you know, comics. You know, they do like satire. And yeah, yeah. So I, I I made a little short about a um about a, a motherfucker made out of paper. <laughs> you know, uh, he was just like macking and hanging and smoking weed and. and, and <laughs> It was stupid, but like it was, but like that was probably the most well received thing I did like my freshman year in, in all my art classes. Mm-hmm. Like people loved it. I was like, oh, this shit kind of cool. So I just had it clocked it. Like, okay, it's kind of fun. And then I met a, one of my classmates who actually wanted to direct. He was a graphic design major. And I got cool with this dude, and he was like, I thought he was like Steven Spielberg. I was like, it's dirty. He's cold with the film shit. <laughs> So we ended up being like one of my best friends in Florida. So we just kind of started doing that just on the side, you know what I'm saying? Just messing around. Mm-hmm. We had a, you know, I was just kind of just chilling. Like, all right, shit, you know, YouTuber just came out. So we tried to make a web series. Um, and so I just kind of, I, I liked it. I had in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. Though. I kind of fuck with this. Right. And my, End of my sophomore year, going in my junior year, some the program I was trying to do is a is a um, program where you got to have uh, a portfolio to get in. So they take a limited amount of students every year. So after right. my sophomore year, I had done all my art requirements. I, shit, my portfolio ain't get picked. You know what I'm saying? So my poor, I didn't get in to the program. Right. Like, damn. So it's like you know, I could be a general arts major. You know what I mean? Like a, mm. a generic visual arts major, like switch to graphic design. Like I could save like my credits if I did like right, right. Some, if I did like graphic design, I could have saved my credits. If I did visual arts, which is like generic art degree. Um I was like ah, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really fucking with right. it. But I was like, by that time I I had been making stuff with my boy Adam, just like little shorts and stuff, just maybe I can save my credits if I like tell him I'm going to be a movie director <laughs> you know so I, I was like, <laughs> so I did interdisciplinary so I applied for interdisciplinary so you basically pick your own major 
I um you know I did uh hold on dogs and nothing. Let me oh know you're gonna be barking shit. The real introduction. But like uh, we could cut that out, or maybe not, it don't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> we leave it in to keep it keeps it for the for the realism of the shit. But uh so I, I um I was like Fucking, let me try to apply to interdisciplinary. So I, you can't apply for that until your senior year. And so I took mm. a year theater. I was like, all right, I got to plot now if I'm gonna do it because like I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these credits. I don't want to be no regular art major. Right. If I took a year of theater though, then my then I could you know I could say like my photography classes I had to take. I, I could like I could make a reason and kind of sell it. Yeah, I could finagle right. it. So I, I I switched and did theater for a year, and then my senior year in Florida, I went to English film analysis, you know. So I, like, did my application and, you know, finagled it, you know what I'm saying? And then I ended up, you know, having a film degree, which, you know, got, like, I didn't, have, I didn't like, waste all those art credits that I t- did for two years. Right, right, right. And then I had, like, a worthless degree. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, I got to fucking do shit with this, you know? And I, I didn't, I never took film class. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's only one <laughs> class. At, there's only one directing class at Florida at the time. And it was in mm. telecommunication. It was like telecom class. So they didn't even let me take it. Right. You know I couldn't take the one directing class. So it was like, I, I graduated with like this kind of just bootleg ass major. So I was like, well, I guess I should probably try to start doing more of this film shit because that's what my degree is. Right. <laughs> so, I, I just kind of started like, you know, trying to do more shorts and stuff like that, you know, and little funky ass music video thing. You know, I went back to Bama though. Right. And I was just doing a little music video, random thing, you know, just artists that you'll never so videos. It just Things that'll be lost in time, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, well, you know what's crazy is like you mentioned that, and like that's a blip in my mind. Where I was like, Joe was doing like music videos, like for a second, but it, but it's just like you know what I'm saying. It's just like it's like a blip. I was like, like you was doing that, but it's crazy that you that you said that you was like, I want to do video game design because that's exactly why I was going to school too. Like I literally was like, I told my mom, I was like. I want to do video game design. And she was, I was like, she was like, where do you want to go? I was like, I want to go to, uh, at first I wanted to go to SCAD, Savannah College of Arts and Design. Um, and then I looked at Full Sail. Because Full Sail actually had, you know, a video game degree. I was at Florida looking at, I had, I had some friends at Full Sail. I was like, man, why? I never heard of Full Sail till I was in college. And I was like, what? Right, and you know, uh, you know Brian Barrow. He went, he went to Full, he graduated from Full Sail with, uh, with like a production, engineering production degree. So he went down there for a second. All kind of shit at Full Sail. Yeah, like Full Sail. You could like anything not normal, like anything art entertainment for real, Full Sail. Guy, so I was like, yo, I want to go to Full Sail. I want to do video game design. My mom was like, so. In college, like when I was, when I was like in that period of like trying to figure out like, damn, what I'm going to do. I was like, man, I need to take my ass to grad school at Full Sail so I can get a degree I can use. (laughs) And I wanted to go to Full Sail. My mom was like, 
So yeah, that's not a real school. So you got to go to a real school first. And then she was, I was like, <laughs> she, she, she realized, I'm like, yo, it's not a real school. We'll see how they, they get it in though. Oh, no, yeah. I, I know it, but she wanted to go. She wanted that four-year traditional yeah. institution of higher learning shit. And I was like, all right. So I was like, so I, I read, I was like, okay, Georgia Tech. She was like, yeah, I want to, I want you to go to HBCU. I was like, cool. So I was like, NCAT and Grambling. And it was because of the same way that you kind of, it was like, they don't have an actual degree for that, but they had software engineering. And I was like, I can go that route and figure out, like, once I get into it, I can figure out how I can, like, apply this to video game design. Fast forward, I ended up going to Skiggy, started out in computer science, because I was like, all right, we'll figure this out. And then I got computer science, I was like, I hate this shit. I hate this shit. And I was like, what can I do? I was like, sales and marketing, let me get out. <laughs> let me get this. Uh, Let me get this business degree. Let me get out. But it's crazy because it's like I, I, I wanted to video game design too, but it was just like that path is like it's different. It's it's not normal, especially for you know how we were how we were raised. You know what I'm saying? Your, your mom's a, you know, a doctor. You know, our parents. You know we got raised in Tuskegee with all surrounded by people that went to college. So it's like it's embedded in us to go to like you know what? for one it's embedded like go to school, and then it's like when you come with some kind of like. Offshoot was like, yeah, I want to go to art school. They're like, that's not real. <laughs> They're like, so what are you going to do with that? Like, where are you going to work with an art degree? And he's like, no, nah, I want to do something with it. They're like, no, nah, that's not real. I'm going to a real school. <laughs> Even I wanted to go to art high school. I wanted to go to Brute Tech. And go. Yeah, I wanted to go mm. to the fucking art high school. I mean, the, uh, the, the, the technology high school that had the computer shit. Because I was like, man. Yeah. I was like, you going to laugh, man. <laughs> 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 it's wild, man. That's where you going. Uh, right. You go, yeah, higher learning. Yeah. But, uh, so, you leave Florida, and you say, you you like, all right, I got to I gotta do something with this. You come home for a minute, and then you end up going to USC. So, while you're at home, is that what, like you? You come home and you you know you're doing what you're doing. You're trying to like use your degree, and are in that process. Are you like are you 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 applying in, or did you come home trying to figure it out and then you figured it out? Yeah, I, I came home and I ain't do shit for like three years. Like, like I was like bullshitting. I was like I was doing. I hadn't had like any training really. You know what I'm saying? And so. Everything was just like self-taught from just mess. I like I didn't know. I just I laugh when I think about some of the stuff I did in Florida because like on a on a film tip, like I didn't know what but like I didn't even know what softening like how to soften like the things that like high school students know. Like you know, we didn't, right. I didn't any film nothing. Nah. I'm saying like I didn't I mean, obviously not in Tuskegee and not on Montgomery. I wasn't around nothing. So, you know, when I graduated, I, I was like, man, I really don't know what to do with this shit for real. Because I'm like, honestly, I don't have any experience, really. You know what I mean? Like, I got right. this shit. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know the first thing about filmmaking, for real, for real. But I'm like, I can write. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I can write. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, let me just try to write, you know, and, and bought some screenwriting books. 
and me and a and a, and a, a dude I did improv with actually. He was my he was the director of my improv troupe when I was a when I was a theater major in improv class. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was like, man, you know, shit, let's write a script. So I wrote a script with my boy just to try to do it. You know what I'm saying? Bought screenwriting books. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of read them, see what the format was like. And just was like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really feel like I could write. So, you know, let me just mess around with it, you know, in the meantime. Just kind of see if I can put something down, you know what I'm saying? So we had like, we wrote a script. Right. Like, okay, writing shit ain't bad neither, you know? And so like, I, I was back home. And I, honestly, I didn't think I would get into film school, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw, mm-hmm. I would see on, you know, on YouTube, you know, you, you just look around and you see like film school students projects and like, I'm like, wow, this shit amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, these and these are right. people my age. And I'm like, I don't even how the hell do they do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like right. I don't know shit about filmmaking for real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, I ain't man, I ain't getting into fucking USC or none of these film schools, you know what I'm saying? So I just mm-hmm. didn't fly because I was like, man, I ain't even gonna get into that shit. You know. Right. After a couple of years, I was like, damn. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. <laughs> like I gotta figure something out quick. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had you know, I had made some stuff. It was all like really weird. The shit I did at, at at Florida was really like experimental. You know, it was like more like an art student making films. It was like super trippy experimental kind of stuff that had like no production value. You know, mm. and so when I about two and a half, almost three years after I graduated, all right, man, I'm going to apply. <laughs> you know, now I ain't got nothing else going on. But then I had applied to film school and I, you know, shot, you know, uh, shot one more little short in my neighborhood with my homeboy daddy as the actor. I was a cameraman. Mm-hmm. Sound was on built into the camera. Like, it was no production value. And Yeah, it was rudimentary. It's on YouTube still, I think. But um, but like, I, I, crazy enough, uh, I don't know how, but like, I got into film school. You know what I'm saying? Like off my, but I, right. I have I have good like application materials. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, mm-hmm. part of it, like I always knew I'd be I'd do alright on the right part. I knew it'd be straight, but like the film part, like, ah, I ain't gonna fuck with this. But like, I just submitted it at a certain point, and. Walked around and got in. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> USC is taking anybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't get into NYU. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get into AFI. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't apply to that many places because, like, a lot of places you had to take the GRE. And I was like, man, I mm-hmm. ain't taking no test. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I applied a lot of places because they want they had extra record like the places I thought I might fuck around and be able to get in, like that weren't quite as like big schools. But they had like more. Uh-huh. They, strangely, they had like more requirements. I took a GRE like Texas. They had, you got to take a GRE to go to Texas. It's like a couple places where you got to take more tests and shit. And like fuck all that. But like I, I really I had got into basically Columbia and USC. You know. Mm. And like both of you know, it's like the places I got into, they was you know, they really was recruiting me. You know what I'm saying? USC wasn't recruiting me, but like 
the the classmates like you they, you know they sent me out i went to this little admitted student day and i was like man this shit hidden you know and then like all all of my classmates or potential classmates who got accepted they was all calling me and hit me up and recruiting me i was like damn mm-hmm. like columbia they was fucking with me so i was like i will i will go ahead and take my ass out here and see what's going on <laughs> you know what i'm saying and right i had met a couple of uh, other students at the um kind of like the mixer for like admitted students and it was cool mm-hmm. as hell it was gonna be like real like, uppity you know what i mean because Right, right. Hollywood. I thought I was going to have the least experience of everybody in grad school. But like grad program at USC is actually they about half the people they accept aren't even from film. That's what I didn't know at the time. Wow. They accept mm-hmm. like I mean, people who used to be lawyers, people who were like economists, like people who are doing career changes. Like so they'd be looking for people with just like totally different experiences. Like USC perspective right. is we could teach you how to do the film part, but we looking for like, what what's the story? What's your story? Like, what's your application? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, what's the storytelling talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not really worried. The, the undergrad actually usually has a lot of students who like wanted to do film, did film in high school. Like, the undergrad film program got people who like mostly grew up wanting to do film, and a lot of the grad students are people like, man, they had whole other jobs, careers. Some of them in their forties. And they like, man, I, one of I tell stories or some shit. And they just apply. And they like, man, I love your <laughs> story about being a, you know, a war refugee or some shit. You know what I mean? Like they just, they be looking at <laughs> that kind of stuff. So it's like, it, it kind of worked out. You know what I mean? And then I, I, it took about three years for me to go back to school. Hey, that's that. that so, so that, yeah. So that's 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 that thing with like. I tried grad school. I, it, it wasn't for me. Part of it was it was uh, it was online, and I was just like, "This is not the model for me." Like, but it took me probably like two years after graduate, two or three years after graduate. I was like, "Let me try this." And I was like, "No, nah, this is not for me." to school, straight on that. But you get the USC, you're in film school now. You you tried writing before, you know what I'm saying, but. And like at this point now, let's let, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit because now your IMDB page looks like you've been in the industry for years. Like, like in the past three or four years, your IMDB, you like you up there at this point. Like right now, as we speak, you're taking a break from filming a movie. Which you have directed, which you're directing, and you did the screenplay for, and it's starring Jamie Foxx. <laughs> also, at the same time, you got other projects in the work. You you worked on a screenplay for Space Jam Two with LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. Like, <laughs> like mentally, with it, like, how does like before this, you co-wrote Creed Two with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like, like your this this short this short time frame of maybe what like five six years maybe. You went from you know USC Film School graduate, which USC Film School is you know kind of world renowned. You know, in terms of the talent of the people that, that leave from there, 
if you, you know, for people who know who know anything about film, it's like USC, uh, like you said, NYU. You know, that's where the, the the big, you know, the heavy hitters came from. They came from these schools. So you you got the credential there that that, that, that backs it up. Where it's like, oh, you went to USC film school, cool. But and you worked on you worked on a lot of small projects. You know, you you, you started out doing sound. You know, just you know, work kind of really working your way up through just like doing you know joining projects. You know, through uh, through relationships and, and networking and stuff like that, and then in this short time frame, you like just like, <laughs> and it's like, so I think my my the first question is like, is like, is that really what it takes for people? Like, do you just need that big break? Because I know with Creed, it was it was based off of a relationship with uh with, with, with Stephen Capel. That like you know y'all y'all knew each other, y'all had a personal relationship, so he you know he wanted you, he requested you. And that, you know, that's, that, that shows a powerful relationship, but it's like, is that what it takes to like, just like, like take off? Like, it's just like, it really is who you know, but I mean, obviously your talent and, you know, your work ethic and all that stuff banks it up. Like, he wouldn't have wanted you if he was, you know, if he was a bum, but, but it was like, I'm pretty sure he knows, you know, at least four or five other people who, you know, are capable of it, possibly. And it's like, it was you that he picked and he like, I want you to do it. And this is a movie that, you know, we talking about, this ain't some new feature film. This is a, a sequel to something that's like a sequel to another sequel that's like this, you know, this, this, this franchise. You know what I'm saying? Rocky is, Rocky is one of them, you get it in a box set, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like they sell it in a box set. Sylvester Stallone signed, it's probably worth a thousand, you know, a thousand, you know, $100,000 in a signed box set. They really got a statue Outside, out in Philly, and he he was never a real boxer, you know what I'm saying? So it's like this is a monumental film with you know one of the biggest actors, you know, I can be drawn with, you know, booming, booming in, and like that was just you know coming up, and it's like they picked you, and your name is listed next to Sylvester Stallone. That's like your first big project. What did you know? Like how, like what does what does that do? Like how does that do? How do you mentally handle that? Especially, you know, when you tell your piece of, you know, you really didn't know that you wanted to do film. You do film, you finagle to get the film degree. Then you you like, all right, what are we going to do with this? You get into film school. And once you get out of film school, now you're working with Sylvester Sloan. After you, you know, you, you put in the work, doing sound editing, you know, and all, you know, doing doing kind of the, you know, the behind the scenes job. Like, how do you mentally, like, wrap your mind around that? Man, that shit wild. <laughs> that shit wild as fuck. I mean, it's 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 anything. You know what I'm saying, I definitely like talk. Like I write with another dude I went to USC with. You know what I'm saying? I write with my boy Tony. You know, so like the the actual like job is like very like it's just like the the day to day never really changed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, me and me and my boy Tony was like, well, as soon as we graduated USC, we had started writing um, at USC, and then as soon as we graduated, we didn't really have nothing to do. So we was like, all right, man, we gonna plot all these programs. You know, we plot Sundance and you know, fucking film independent and everything in between. And for every every application, we did a new script. You know, and so you know we. We had got so used to writing that by that point, by the time I graduated USC, you know, um, I kind of graduated. I kind of knew like, okay, writing is going to be the 
the fastest thing. If anything happens, it's going to be right, you know. Um, so, like, by the time the creed came around, like, you know, I was so used to, like, just sitting in a room writing, you know what I mean? That it was like, yeah. uh, and, 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 you know, because it was, you know, a classmate, you know, he wasn't in my class. He was graduate. We the same age, you know, mm-hmm. he went right out to college. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, um, and so he um, was leaving when I got to USC, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, his last basically semester was like my first semester. I didn't really know in a school setting. I knew him like in a social setting. There's only so many black folks in USC. Right. So I knew him socially, but I never had no classes with him. You know, All so right. with, you know, by the time I had like was on my way out of USC and like kind of connected with him, you know, so I was, I had been so used to writing, did so many scripts that that's how I even started rocking with him on a work tip in the first place because it's like mm-hmm. oh here's six scripts you know what i'm saying like by the time he was like, <laughs> here's six scripts you know i just gave him a bunch of shit i actually didn't even think he read them funny enough so it's like we mm-hmm. i had seen him off a film festival like reconnected with him and it had been a little bit because he was making his first movie so i hadn't seen him in a while like at least a year some change yeah like mm-hmm. he was he had just did sundance you know what i'm saying and we had sitting down like Went to Starbucks one day and was just chopping up. I hadn't seen him in like at least a year or some change. And he had went off and made this mm-hmm. movie to land. And but by the time I had seen him at Sun- Sundays, I had like a you know uh, uh, stack of scripts. He was you know, just you know people ask you to send him shit all the time. So right. He's like, bro, I'm reading all kinds. I'm gonna read everything. All right, all right, we got some. All right, now I just sit him. <laughs> And I had, I then I didn't talk to him for like another six months, you know what I mean? Like a long time. That was like right. something. And the next time he called me, he was like, y'all put your name in the hat for Creed. I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, <laughs> I didn't even know he read the scripts. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me out put right. your name in Creed. I ain't I damn sure didn't think I was gonna get the job because, you know, it's like <laughs> I was completely a rando, you know what I'm saying? I had I had done this fellowship with Universal. Uh, which helped, you know what I'm saying? So I knew a couple of people, but, you know, by the mm-hmm. time the Creed thing started, I was, you know, and we got into, like, you know, working on it, you know, like, it wasn't that different, you know what I'm saying, than everything else, because, like, it turned out right. process. It was like, ah, it was shit, you know. At this point, we had been, for at least two years, you know what I'm saying, just been doing five beats a day for three summers kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'd all... Right, 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 right the five beats a day shit so it's like it was pretty easy to get acclimated to like the working you know what i'm saying in terms of just like mm-hmm. writing and like you know the process with well sylvester was like you know we did the draft sent it to sylvester you know what I'm saying he does a pass sends it back so you know if you look you know there's two ways it's there's two ways you see um Credits, you know, say you see A and D and or you see an ampersand. You know, A and D mean like mm-hmm. I did a draft, you did a draft. I did a draft, you did a draft. Uh, ampersand mean we did it as a team. So you know, like uh, right. A and D would be like a writer wrote it in 2010, and then in 2012, right. a writer did a draft, and they both got credited. You know, in arbitration. You know, if you see right, an right. and you, know, you collaborated with that person, you know, what I'm saying uh, 
you know, like specifically, you know. And so right. like you know, basically we would bounce it back and forth, like Sly would do it, do his draft on it and send it back and Steven would have his notes and stuff. And so it you know, the the process was pretty chill, you know what I mean, in terms of the creed. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, the the trippy shit is like afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, once they're shooting, right. now you're like on set. You see, right you, come to, you see your words, you see people saying your words and stuff. That That's the trippy part, you know what I'm saying? Like when you, when, when you see like Sly saying some shit, you know, you see Mike saying something, you're like, right. this shit crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. when you, oh, yeah. you know, like I went on set, I was, I was, I actually had, I was trying to sell this other projects. So I was trying to do this, you know, I was trying to sell Tyrone for you know. Um, right, right. And so, um, like, you know, we were pitching Tyrone at the time, you know, mm-hmm. shooting Creed 2, you know. And so I wasn't, like, on set the whole time because I had, like, pitches and I was trying to, I was trying to tell, pitch this TV show and I'm trying to pitch Tyrone. And so, mm-hmm. probably spent about maybe two and a half, three weeks total on set. Like mm-hmm. in Philly. And so it was like, that was, it, you know, it was pretty surreal, you know what I'm saying? Just being on the set and like seeing like a, you know, a big movie, you know, where I've been on, on sets before, but like as a PA, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like a mm-hmm. big movie. Um, right. It, as a, I'm down the street, like asking people to, can you cross the street, sir? You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, ma'am, can you, can you not walk this right. way? <laughs> Like last time I was on a you know fifty million dollar set, I'm like the last person on the totem pole down the street. You know, like if you look on IMDb and you see like date night, it's like I wasn't really, I wasn't really, I didn't really work on date night. I was a PA. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like you were there. I was was there. I wasn't. I didn't work on date night. Like that's a misnomer. You know what I'm saying? Like I was there for a small. (laughs) because like I wasn't even there the whole shoot you know but like mm-hmm. you know this time around you know what I'm saying it's like it's completely tripped out because you know it, they they asking you to hey you got any alts oh shit I'm trying to write up a line right quick you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> you know, like hey you what should I say oh shit oh, you know what I'm saying like that's a weird right. you're like in the middle of a scene and you try to find an alternate line or something you know, but I think like, you know, you kind of get used to it. Like, you know, it's, it, it's trippy. And then like by the end of it, like you get used to it, you know, and then it's like kind of the, the surrealness kind of wears off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And then like, mm. you get used to anything, I will say. It becomes, it becomes, it becomes work again. Like, all right, I know what I'm doing. It's autopilot. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, it is work, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta act like you at work and not like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you gotta act like you know what you're doing too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you gotta you gotta know what you're doing or at least or at least do a damn good job with it. Because it's it's, it's crazy because that that job seems like it's not their job that you know, like you say USC you teach you how to do it, but that's one of the things you can't I don't I don't I don't think that you can teach somebody to be a writer, really. Because it's a lot of creativity, it's a lot of nuance, it's a lot of improv, it's a lot of different things that come into play. Not to say that, like, like you know, people write crap all the time. Like, there's plenty of crap that gets written, a lot of crap that gets produced, released. But yeah. like, I, I will even say, like, you know, 
you could teach structure. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Teach, you could teach someone how to be a writer, but like at the end of the day, like you can't teach voice. That's what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, everybody gonna have their own voice, their own style. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's like you know some people style gonna connect. You know what I'm saying? And like obviously. Right. You know, you kind of metabolize structure, you know what I'm saying? And like, obviously, that's when, you know, Aaron Sorkin type people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, obviously, they, right. they, they know structure, but they, he rich because he got, a, he got a very specific voice, you know what I'm saying? He got a very, you know, that's why mm-hmm. he rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's, you know, that's the main thing, you know what I'm saying? But like, a lot of times, man, like, was, in, but what I'd say it was interesting, man, like, it's, it's you need a like you know somebody gotta like your voice to get in the dough, but at a certain point, like you, if you're working on like those studio movies, like there's like um there's like guardrails that they put. You know what I mean? Like it depends on the movie, right? Like right, you ain't decisions are be are made as a writer it's not like decisions are made above your pay grade you know what i'm saying like you, right it's not like they're just gonna be like hey go do whatever you want to do and we'll accept it it's like here's the here's, the, here's what we want oh, yeah. Stick to like, the script. They, they, your job is to like put it on the page of a lot of them situations you know what i'm saying like it depends on the movie of course but like if it's in, like you know they they gave steve a lot of leeway but at the same time it's like Motherfucker, this is a Rocky movie, so it's like you know what I mean. That's certain, right? Funny like, I mean, example, like every Rocky movie is like you got to visit the steps. So if you watch the Rocky movies, every every single one they go run the steps. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna, Creed Two is the first one where it wasn't Rocky on the steps, so Drago runs the steps. But it was like you know mm-hmm. that was like a mandate. It's like somebody got to run them damn steps. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's like 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 it's, <laughs> right. that's a but like there's a ton of things that's like prescription just like requirements yeah when you get the job on certain on movies like that and a lot of times there's a checklist of things that you gotta include especially if it's a franchise you know what i'm saying right 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 if it's something original obviously that's different you know what i'm saying there may be a whole different you know that don't mean they, they they necessarily let you run off and write whatever but like you know franchises like you know there's a there is definitely like, you know, you got to do callbacks to previous previous sequel, oh, you know, right. previous oh, movies right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like a village, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even you know, it, anything. It's like it might be, honestly, it might be ten writers who work on a project. You know what I'm saying? Mm. One guy might be credited, or two guys might be credited, but. Might be ten people who wrote on it because like arbitration is gonna like sort credit, but like it, it's it's an inexact science, you know. Like obviously, it's easier if it's like somebody wrote it beginning to end, which happens too. But like right. a lot of times you watch a movie, you're like man, it's quietly it was thirty writers on that. Like it's, it's like a big, long, not ghostwriting. It's not ghostwriting. It's it's draft arbitration. So what happens is like, you know, what happens is like. You know, uh, for like, say, Creed 2. The story by is two writers, like Sasha P and Cheo Coker. It was like four mm-hmm. total writers. It's like, 
credit on the movie. Two story by, two written by. All mm-hmm. everybody wrote a draft. If that makes sense. Everybody, right? You know, before right. we project, Cheo did a draft. Sasha did a draft. So like, you know, we did a brand new draft. You know what I'm saying? That other movies, it might be, it might be ten years of writers who've done drafts. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like a movie, like you know, a new Matrix movies coming out. People have been writing Matrix Four since the since Matrix Revolutions. Like they've been, you know, what I'm saying, like there's been writers who've been drafting right, right. for the last fifteen years. And so when the movie comes out, every single one of those writers is going to be arbitrated. You know what I'm saying? And so like right. it, it might be that this writer wrote a movie about Morpheus, you know, and like in 2004, it's still like a Matrix 4 movie. You know, that writer mm-hmm. is still in the arbitration list. Now that doesn't mean they wrote, someone might have never read that draft. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we didn't read, I didn't read the other drafts of Creed until arbitration. So like, okay. Creed, because Steve wanted to start from scratch, but that doesn't mean that they won't get arbitrated because there's going to be plot points that are there before I got on the project. You know what I'm saying? Like there are going to be plot points that are going to be arbitrated. Like the reason I was credited is because like we did a new draft from scratch with Steve, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it was our draft primarily that they ended up shooting, but it had plenty Mm -hmm. of elements in the other drafts from Cheo and Sasha because it's a, it's a sequel to Rocky four. So like, the villain was already in the other scripts. You know what I mean? Like certain things were not new to our draft. They had been in right. prior draft. Like this happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like if it's a sequel, especially if it's years between sequels. You know what I'm mm. saying? It was like, a, say they make Gladiator. Two. They've been writing. They've been trying to make Gladiator sequel forever. There's probably ten Gladiator. You know? What I mean? You know what I mean? Like they done probably had right. hired ten writers over the years to see if they could crack it there's going to be overlaps in it because it's a sequel. So it's like a guy who wrote a draft in 2003 might fuck around and get a story credit on, a, on somebody who writes it this year because like right, gotcha. similarities in this, in the drafts and it goes like crying a lot, but you know what I mean? Like the earlier you write, you know what I'm saying? It, if you're the first person to introduce it, even if someone writes a totally different draft, you're still going to get credit like an arbitration for it. So it's like, right. there's a, you know, like there's definitely a, it's interesting to see like how, you know, how the machine works, you know what I'm saying? And obviously the more famous how, how, how long did it take you to get acclimated to this, to this, because it seems like a new world going, like going from, you know, really kind of behind the scenes, PA sound, where it's just like you show up to work, you do your job and they send you a check, but now it's like you're in this real nitty gritty process and then once you're done doing what your you know what your job is then you go to things like arbitration the arbitration is done and now you on the movie set and now even though you're done writing you're still not actually done writing because now you're on the set and it's like this process is totally different than just like hey come to the set do this job set's done go home now it's like you're kind of like this is you know you you're, you're you, you've created something and now you're helping like bring this thing to life. And until it's completed, you're still a part of this process. And now that it's completed, your name is like with it forever. It's like everybody gonna know Creed 2, Michael B. Jordan, Sly, 
Joel. Because, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, you, you, that, I mean that's what it is. Because, like, your name's right there. So, like, when, when the movie starts, like, your shit come up. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the actors and then who wrote it. Or, you know, the creators or, you know, whatever. But it's like, how did, you know, what, 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 what mentally or, you know, how did you, how did you really grasp that? This you went from this one part of the process to now you're like in it, like you in there. I mean, shit. I mean, it's it's. I mean, the only way you can. Really, I guess a better. I guess a better question is like, who, like, who or what prepared you once you got in there, or is it, or is it just like, was, you know, no, is it that that thing where it's like, oh, you got you got you got an agent, and now you know your agent handles all of that, or you know, you know whoever business manager or somebody handles that, or is it like? Learning the fire. Nothing prepared. I'm about to say, like, you, really, you just get thrown in the grease. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, <laughs> there's really no, like, preparation for, um, from going from at the house, <laughs> chilling, to, like, on the set. And it's like, oh, there goes slide. Like, okay, like, I got to go in this trailer and, like, run this scene by him real quick. And it's like, Sylvester Stallone, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, we, I didn't meet him until they were like in pre-production. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. was, meanwhile, y'all had been like virtually collabing for for months, right? We just trade in drafts. Like, I never exchanged the email. Right. It was it. So, like, you wrote something, and then just here. <laughs> and then he wrote it, and I found out what he wrote when it came back. And then Steve would have his notes, and then MGM had a notes, and like, that's how the process. So I didn't meet him until like, so it's like you know, ain't nothing going. He, he's like, high right, shit. Roll up in here real quick, you know what I'm saying? And you roll up. And <laughs> oh, shit! The next thing you, know, you got the script up, and it's like, okay, this shit weird as fuck. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm up here with <laughs> trying to he pitching lines as Rocky, and he's like reading it as Rocky. He like this shit strange as a mud. Like you know what I mean? Like you can't really right. Honestly, like there's really nothing that uh that like prepare you for it. Like you just get. Dropped in the grease, like that's basically what happens. They just drop. That's it crazy. Off. It's not like it's not like a like a like a set one on one class where they're like, "Hey, if you ever become a director or writer, here's some things you I, might do." Is just I, I say this like there is like there's a a wild difference between writing or directing and like writing and directing in the studio system. It's like mm. total, like like I would argue that like honestly like directing and writing in the studio system is like writing not so well different directing in the studio system like even like TV directing is like pretty close to like how directing was at USC but directing mm. this movie nothing like directing at USC <laughs> like totally. There's nothing like directing TV or or like was directing stuff at USC like shorts and stuff because like creativity honestly is like twenty five percent of it. Management is like the other seventy five percent. Like you know, like it's flipped. You know, what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like honestly, you did a lot of management at USC because usually, like if you were doing short films and stuff, like you're probably producing it. You're probably like scrambling, but the scale is so small. That right, it's like, right, right. Yeah, I'm going picking up gear from the store. I'm from the camera house. I'm going to pick up like grip gear and you know electric gear. 
I'm probably rented a U-Haul. Like I'm doing it all at USC, and right. some, but it's it's so much smaller that like th- you're not worried it's about manageable. like you're not worried about creative things slipping through the cracks because it's like it's like five pages, but like it's super easy for things to flip through, slip through the cracks on a bigger movie with so many moving pieces in it's like chaos. Like it's control. It's like barely controlled chaos. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like COVID. So it's like testing protocol, like just wildly different. Like writing on a, in a studio system is like, honestly, it's really taking notes. Like that's all it is in a studio level. Like mm-hmm. you're not the You write by yourself. You do what you want. You know what I'm saying? You write it in like a studio system. You're doing what someone else wants. That's really right. what it is. You know what I'm like you write, you're a craft. You're like a craftsman for someone else's idea. Generally speaking, you know what I'm saying. If right. it's like a, a director attached or something, you know what I'm saying. Like, like your goal is to service. Like on Creed, I'm like, I want to make Steve happy. Like, what, what you trying to, what you trying to do? Right. I got you. You know what I'm saying. Like, you, you want to go this way? I'm going this way. You know what I'm saying? Because like. My job is to make the director give them what they want. You know what I'm saying? Right. In, in, in the studio. If you're lucky, like if you got a like a cool, great director, you might, your job mm. might be to make the execs happy or the producers happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if you're lucky, you have a, a director who like know exactly like what they want and like got a story they want to tell and, and you're like, okay, bet. And, and like, you got someone who's like the tip of the spear, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, right, right. Morpheus, you know what I'm saying? And if you ain't lucky, you'll get a writing assignment and then it'll be, it'll be fucking chaos, you know what I'm saying? And you just be, and you just have to eat it. You just got to right. eat it on job. Even if you don't like it, even if, you know what I mean? It happens to people all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you mentioned it, you mentioned your director. And like we said, you uh you're currently directing uh they clone Tyrone and you mentioned before that you were trying to pitch this at the same time you were doing Creed. So you wrote They Clone Tyrone and now you're directing it. It's featuring Jamie Foxx uh oh, and uh Huh? Co wrote it with my with, with my writing partner. Co yeah, okay, co yeah, co wrote and you're directing now, you're you y'all y'all are filming literally like you you probably filming earlier today. Yeah, right. So it's it's true. I'm man. like I'm 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 wrapping my mind around it, man. Because like you live it, but I'm wrapping my mind around it. Because like I said, it's it's yeah, like it's, it's like it's like it's like an exposure where it's like boom, jewel is on. Like <laughs> creep. <laughs> no, like you know where we from, man. We from Tuskegee, Alabama. Like as much as I tell people, like Tuskegee is a black mecca. We 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 know that. Like it's so much history and legacy embedded in Tuskegee. So we were raised around it, but a lot of it is like, you know, old history. It's not a lot of modern day people that came from where we from where we can like be like, oh, they own. You know what I'm saying? Granted, we were raised by a lot of doctors, lawyers, things like that. When we talking about like in the entertainment space celebrity type space we don't know that many people and honestly you 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 you're in that place now and it happened it seemed it seemed it, from the outside looking in it seems like it happened real quick like okay you wrote with with, with creed you wrote on creed cool good break 
And then like follow it up and it's like boom, now you like bam, bam, bam. It's like big, big shit's here now. <laughs> so not yet. Yeah. <laughs> it don't feel like it. Big shit's here. <laughs> they say, okay, so that's that's the part is like it it doesn't feel like it. So I guess like now are you in this are you just in this in this comfort? Like, okay, so this is the real question. Do you prefer writing or directing? Because I know you said directing is a lot of management. You're doing like a you're doing a big film right now. Because I already know if, if somebody if somebody's in your film that's on an Oscar, that shit's already at a whole nother level. I don't care who is releasing or whatever, it's a whole nother level. So you got that. And you're filming it and you're also filming it during COVID. Like you said, it's a lot of more, it's a lot more moving pieces, uh, a lot more, a lot more protocol that has been added on that's not typically there. So that's a lot of management. Whereas (laughs) you gotta get tested fucking daily. Like it's a lot. But so so what do you prefer? So there's two ways to look at it. Cause like people ask me that and it's like in a in a vacuum, directing is more fun. Mm. From a lifestyle point of view, it's like it's hard to describe because it it's like it kind of tie it well, it depend on it depends on what like lens you look at it from. Like if you say like which is more fun mm-hmm. to do, directing is more fun for sure. Like being on set, mm-hmm. but like being on set is like a small, a small portion of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right, we right. for 50 days, yes, but 50, we had a 54 day shoot, which is a pretty fucking long shoot, but it's also because it's COVID. So it's like, it's so much like, it's just a lot of shit going on with the COVID. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, sequester, like, it, and so it's like, they stretch the schedule out to accommodate for like people getting COVID. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like shit be right. going on. And so it seemed like a long time, but then like, you know, we had 15 weeks of prep. You know what I'm saying? We had more than that. Technically we was like, we were location scouting last March to shoot in the summer, but then COVID broke out, you know? And so, it's right. like, you know, when you on set, that's fun. But then like directing is also like, all the meetings that I got to go to, like all the logistics meetings, like, you know, like you, you're doing, you're doing all this like mental math and logistics work beforehand. You know what I'm saying? So for the day of shooting, mm-hmm. I'd have had for every day of shooting that every day on set, you might've had it, you know what I'm saying? Like several days of, you know, just sitting in meetings, zoom meetings, talking to the department heads, Talking to the transportation, where we park in the trucks, where the lights go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you sitting through, and I, and I know those <laughs> that are necessarily being asked of me specifically all the time. Right. But like, 75% of them are being asked of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, your department here, mm-hmm. what colors are the, you know what I mean? Dumb shit. What colors should the, the, the jacket be? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it could be anything. Right, right. And, but like, that's, that's, the, that's like more of the directing than when you get there. When you get there, you done already made most of the decision, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Time you on set, like you done picked everything. You know, you done picked the car, the street you shooting on, the angles, you know what I'm saying? So really right, you, right, right. all you're doing is working with the actor, which is the is which is fun. Because you done already right. meetings and did your homework and 
being in class. It's like being in school sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be. The prep work ain't fun. The actual work is fun. Yes, right. But like the prep work is. So it's like it's it's a kind of a you're gonna spend more time in prep than shooting usually. You know what I'm saying? And so and that's, then that, it, that's that shit with like with like math where it's like you know the answer to the question, but then you read that structure and like show your work. And you're like, I don't want to show my work. I just want to put the answer on the paper. <laughs> yeah, but, you, you, and you, but you can't skip straight to that. That's the crazy thing, you know. Exactly, you can't. But and it's like you know, there's just so much. There's so many logistics to it, you know, which is like thing. There's so many things outside your control at a certain point what your budget is like you know you can want something but if they ain't paying for it then you ain't getting it you know right. so you know i want 30 cars they're like well we got five so, <laughs> can you make it work with five sure like you got a lot of sophie's choices you know what i'm saying of like you know you can have this or this but you can't have them both like, like both are ideal you're like well you ain't getting both so choose one like you know what i'm saying like would you rather spend right. more- trick this out or you want to spend more money on effects later or like you know or, or you spend money like what that's coming out your music budget like you know what i'm saying so you in posting you can't mm-hmm. buy no music because you ain't got no more money because you spent it on something while you <laughs> don't really know the alchemy of the shit you know what i'm saying like when they say it's like a miracle that it's a miracle that movies get made let alone be good any like you like damn you just see a great movie like how the hell they do that like because it's it's right. a, a feat of organization just as much as it is creatively, you know what I'm saying, to make sure, you know, like you could, all kind of shit, you could want to shoot a scene in like, you know, the, the fucking car, like, you know, we had like, <laughs> shooting a scene and like two cars broke down during the scene. It's like, well, we just ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you just <laughs> do something else, like, you know what I'm saying? Because we got to, we got to be somewhere else tomorrow. We we can't come back here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's wow, like that's crazy. The direct And then the other part is you you shoot that, all of that, you fix it, and then that scene might not even get in the movie. Might not be in the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, but like with the writing, you know, writing itself is like kind of, you know, if it's something fun writing, it's kind of fun. But like writing is like, like crap, you know what I'm saying? It's like craft, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's straightforward. It's not like it's like you you know what you go you want to write. You no, know? like you got your your guidelines and you know you got your your you know what you're going to write. You're going to write it, but like directing is like all of these other things encompassed into this one role. Where it's like your logistics, your creative director, you are you got to lend your services to lighting, wardrobe because you're in charge, and it's like. A bunch of different things coming into one where you got to be kind of like the drum major for it all. Basically, you know what I mean. But like, but writing the thing that's good about writing though is like the like the actual process of directing is more fun than writing. Like when you're on a set directing, it's more fun than writing. But writing is more fun than directing in a like a like a macro set. Like in other words, like writing is like. Tony comes to the crib, we chill in the living room, we watch YouTube or movies or like play video games. We might be in my house for 12 hours every day. We might write for four of those 12 hours, but we do it every day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But usually everybody just at the house 
you know what I'm saying? We just chilling or like ordering food, like watch, like we, you, you can't really, like, unless you're like Stephen King and even Stephen King only writes, like he wakes up in the morning and writes from like nine to two. You know what I mean? Like you, it's, it's only rarely can you really write for more than a couple hours at a time before you got to stop. Like, like it's the consistency that like makes you like have a lot of output. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, Motherfucker right. can't sit in front of a computer for five hours straight unless you like it's the night before kind of shit. We've had we've had to do it. Right. You know cram it. Cram it. Cram it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like usually you like you write for an hour, you bullshit for three hours. You write for two hours, you bullshit for two hours. And so like you can wake up, you know, like I'm a night house, you know, I'll wake up at noon, chill, start writing around three. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I but mm-hmm. we Okay, so it's like the lifestyle is very mellow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stay up, stay up till four in the morning. Wake up at noon. Go get lunch. Eat some ramen. Come back. All right, we should probably start writing. Write at like two thirty three. <laughs> write till like six. All right, now I feel like shit. You hungry? Shit, let's see. The, you know what I'm saying? Go get something to eat. Right. Fuck around. Watch YouTube. All right, man, we should probably start writing. All right. You know what I'm saying? Right to about 10 to 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. We wrote six, seven pages a day. All right. Yeah. Do it again tomorrow. You know, you might write one page in a day because it's something really like you got a plot hole you're trying to figure out. Might write mm-hmm. 15 pages in a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, just doing it over and over. So like that. But that writing process is fun in a sense of like, it's so much more relaxing and like it feeds be, be your creative, your creative thirst in a sense where it's like, it's, it's, it, you're, you're, you're in the act of being creative. Yeah. You just, like you're it, actively writing. Like writing is usually like, you know, it's much more chill, you know, whereas like directing is right. like, they like polar opposite things. Like directing yeah. is chill at all. You know what I'm saying? But it's fun. It ain't, it ain't chill. It's action. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hectic. It's like chaotic as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it might be a hundred motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just running around on a certain day, you know what I'm saying? If it's like some big stunt or some big thing, you might have a hundred extras and 50 people in the right. room or more. Like, And it's just it's just chaos. And then like, you have nonstop stress because like every single day, you got to make the day. Like you got to finish the work that's prescribed for the day or else you're going to get your budget going to blow up and then you're going to be in trouble mm-hmm. and then they don't let you direct no more. And all you can think is like, I got this shit in the can. We can't come back. You know what I'm saying? Right, this, is, this is the last time y'all hear from Jewel Taylor. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got a, like a, a albatross on your head when you direct it. Like there's always right. and you feel like the stress and like but when you write it, it's not like that at all. There's no eat drinking fucking tea and like eating fucking fruit snacks, chilling. And you're like, yeah, we got a month to do this. And like, you know, we we could fucking do a draft in a month easy. You know what I mean? Like you have you have twelve you know what I'm saying? So you have three months on a you know, on a WGA pay scale, like on a draft. Mm-hmm. You can write a draft in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's right. you write it every single day. And we basically work Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, pretty much. And so it's like we went like a year. We probably wrote three hundred and forty days out the fucking year. You know what I'm saying? At a certain wow. point. 
around that creed time we was like banging on the scripts you know what i mean but like if you do that imagine we writing like every fucking day of the week and we're probably writing i would average you say at least you could say two three conservatively pages in a day you write a lot of script 120 pages you know what i mean you know, we uh, something like Creed Two. You said the, the the whole script like was like what 100. You said 120 pages for like Creed Two. First first draft was like 110, something like that. By the time of shooting shoot drafts, probably like collated collated pages. Like once they lock the script, you know everything stays on the same page. So they they get these like kind of weird half pages that that add up. I'd say the collated mm. version is probably like 130 pages because like at a certain point mm. it's like. You know, once you turn in your draft, and it's like, okay, Mike, we got notes. Tessa Thompson got notes. MGM got notes. You know, everybody got notes. Everybody got things they mm-hmm. wanted, and it don't cost me nothing to throw it in the script because, like, that's the thing. As a writer, you don't care, but a director, you care. As a writer, you're like, right. sure, that scene in the script. You add this scene. Somebody want this. Oh, I, I feel like I need a moment like this. I got you. Like. They're all your boss as a writer, you know what I'm saying? Like they're all your boss, right? Right. And so, like, if, if, if people have notes, like, you know what I'm saying? If, as long as Steve is cool with it, I'll I'll write it in there for you, you know what I'm saying? But on the directing, yeah. like, man, how all you thinking about is like, like Creed, you know? Like, there's so much shit got cut out of Creed too, and every movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, usually the, mm-hmm. the first like four hours long movie might right, be right, two right. hours. You know what I'm saying? So you can imagine how much I mean, you see that Snyder cut of Justice League got a whole new villain. You know what I'm right. saying? Like there's a whole new <laughs> right. movie. Where did this with, 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 what, with what's cut out of movies, you can make another movie out of it. <laughs> they got a four hour miniseries coming of what was cut out of fucking goddamn <laughs> Justice League. Because like they just keep shooting, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like right. there I mean shit, you 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 literally could make another Justice League out of what they cut out of Justice League. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it just, you know what I mean? It happens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, scenes get cut out. Sometimes they make it to yeah. the DVD. Sometimes they don't. And so it's like... So, so like, so like on a project like you're working on now with Dayclone Tyrone, you, you co-wrote and directed. So what's that, what's, that, what's that like now? Because you are like you work for yourself in a sense because you're the writer you you're the director so when stuff goes in you know when people got notes you're the writer sure i can put it in but as the director it's like i don't really want that in there oh yeah but as the writer you like (laughs) yeah on on this project you know what i'm saying like we got a lot of we got a lot of flexibility that you know what i'm saying like on the right you know on the writing tip like you know honestly netflix they didn't really, they didn't really, you know, for better or worse, they didn't really give me no notes for real, you know. Like, the script would change from conversations with actors and from logistical stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Dumb example, there's a scene that takes place in a club once upon a time. And because of COVID and because of, like, budget, it's like, you know, you can't have that many extras, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the club, like the way the scene was written. So we rewrote it and turned it to a strip club. It changed mm-hmm. the scene a little bit, but like, right. don't need as many people to fill up the strip club. You can have more chairs. There's a dance floor. I mean, not dance floor, the stage. Like, 
So, you know, you could cut the, you know, you instead of needing 150 extras or 200 extras to fill up a big club the way it was written, now we need 100 extras. You know what I mean? Now we need half the extras. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's mm-hmm. like, and like COVID, like you can only fit so many people in the building at once. And like, it's a whole lot of things like that that logistically might make you rewrite the script. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Parts of the script. Or you may talk to an actor and they're like, ah, you know what I mean? Like they, the actor don't like something for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, mm-hmm. I see what I see what you can do. You know, so like a lot of times it's, you know, on this movie, it's, it, it's like logistical things of like what we have available, what we can afford. You know, you write something, you're like, we can't afford it. All right, well, I got to write a different version of it, you know. And, uh, you know, but like from a creative standpoint, because it's, a, it's like an original idea, it's not based mm-hmm. on it. So it's like nobody really gave us any problems, you know, uh, in that regard, because it was like our own shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they, you know, right, right. do whatever we wanted, you know what I mean? But from the time when we pitched it, like, you know, three years ago to like now where we actually making it, you know, it's changed a lot in a lot of little small ways over the years. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. thing or another, talk to an actor or like da da da. Like, you know, so you made a bunch of little changes, but like over several years, it, you know, it, now it's like, you know, a pretty big substantial difference to what it used to be, you know? And then yeah. you also see the way the actors are, are playing it. Like, you're like, oh, you know, once you kind of start to hear the actors and you see kind of how they do it, then it makes you want to go back and, like, tweak shit, you know, before we right. in a vacuum, you know. So you, 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 got some, you got some big name movies on your belt, directing and, and writing. But you also got some, some directing credits with, with television. Um, you, 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 you got linked up with, uh, with Lena Waithe. And you directed two episodes of uh, of Twenties and an episode of Boomerang. Great television shows. I watched. I actually watched both of them. I was watching. I was watching it before I knew that you was going to direct one. But obviously, when I found out you was directing episodes, I was like, "Got to watch the shit." <laughs> um, but in terms of in terms of TV directing and then movie directing, totally different. How 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 totally different? How, like which do out of out of those two? Which would which would you prefer? Obviously, I you know me personally, I think I would imagine that I don't know because I would I would immediately think that movies would pay more, but I know that Sci-Fi was making like a million dollars an episode, so I'm like <laughs> maybe that TV money might be a little bit more than what the movies are. Like. I'm about to say depend on the show, depend on what it is. Right, right. But in in terms of in terms of just like working um, and creativity and things, which one would you prefer? TV directing, movie directing. Totally, mo- movie directing. We what? It's not a a, a straight comparison, really, because like mm, think about okay. when it's your own thing. So like directing this is like so fun because like it's me and Tony's idea from way back in the day come to life, and you're like, hey, this is your shit. So it's like you truly. Mm nobody can tell you what to do because you are the ultimate authority because it's your idea. When mm-hmm. you're a director, you're like a steward for somebody else's plane. You know what I'm saying? So okay. as a director, like, you know, 
as a movie director, the director is like the the end voice, the be all end all. As a TV director, the executive producer is the voice, like the showrunner, the uh, person who created gotcha. the show. That's their baby. So you you are directing in a style. So it's like TV directing is fun as hell because it's actually the decisions. You don't have to make anywhere near as many decisions because like they've been made for you. It's been casted already. Right. You didn't have to pick the cast. <laughs> I didn't. Have, I don't have to location scout. I mean. I, you had a location scout a little bit, but like a, a lot of times, right. like, unless you direct the pilot, which I mm-hmm. do the show, they already have a house that they stay at. Like you ain't got to go find right, it. Right. They got a house. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's a new location to your script, then you got to scout that. But that might be like one or two places. And even then, the producers will, you'll see like two or three places and they say, just pick one of these. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Like on a movie, like I'm, I'm like driving through the hood looking for houses. Like I'm on on my own time, also trying to mm. see. There's way more places that they show you because, like, you you're building the world. So with TV, it's like we need a grocery store for this scene. Here are three options. Which one you like? Oh, I like this. One. I bet. But but they the amount of decisions you got to make are are way like. An order of magnitude less and so it's fun mm-hmm. because like when you direct on tv it's really about working with the actors and shot listing basically you know what i'm saying so it's like you get to do this right. like you don't have to do nearly as many logistical things nearly as many managerial things at least on the shows that i directed which mind you are only two and they're both half hours right so mm-hmm. probably different for someone who directs like bigger shows right like game of thrones or like you know what i'm saying hour long like big shows might be different but you know for 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 those shows they were fun as a mug because like really you know, i show up you know got a week of prep shot list with the dp go do a tech scout see all the play i still you still got to do your meetings and shit but it's like it's like a week you know right. what i'm saying it's, you know, five days of prep. You know what I mean? Not even a way more effective than moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, you prepping for a week, shooting for a week, editing for a week. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? You do an episode of like three weeks, front to back. Right. Yeah, your involvement at least. Now, obviously, someone else been involved for way longer, but like you, you right, come right. in your prep, shoot. You know what I'm saying? Four day shoot, five day shoot. What it depends on, you know, the network and shit. You know, Euphoria shoots twenty days, shooting twenty days. You know, so it depends. Like a big ass show might be basically a movie, right. Game of Thrones, but like right, right, fucking twenties. It's like a four day shoot, five day shoot, something like that. It was not long. You know what I mean? You bam, 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 bam. We out. You know what I'm saying? So all you really got to do is like focus on making the scenes. You know work you know what i'm saying like they are mm-hmm. you got the script you know what i'm saying like and, you, and you're not you're fun it's fun because you're not precious about it so like if it's not your child you know what i'm saying so you're really trying to like do right by what somebody else wants you know what i'm saying and so it's like right, right, right. you don't feel as like pissed off if something goes sideways like can't have the red car gotta have the blue car not my show like not my baby like you know what i'm saying <laughs> 
that's someone else is gonna stress about it more than you because you just like, hey, I'm gonna work with what I got. Whatever's right, here, right. we rocking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a thing of uh, boomerang. <laughs> My episode, I, I, it was scripted that there was like a Last Supper poster, and I was like, yo, let's get a black, let, let's do, get a black version. Showed up, mm. it was a white version. I was like. Oh well, it's a white version. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told All people, right. "Hey, let's do this, this, and this." They did this and this, but they didn't do it with the last this. And there's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, All I, right. I, I, don't, I don't know the story behind it. You know what I'm saying? It just it was like last supper picture. So that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you ain't no point of stressing about it because it's just like they right. got things to worry about that it's like as long as you come in and like you got a you you got a plan like you can if, if you just aren't so emotionally attached to it knowing that like it's right. not yours like it's so somebody wants to do something that you don't want to do it's theirs you got selected for a very specific job where yeah. it's like direct it's like all right all i gotta do is direct correct it's super fun that ironically right. like fun as hell you know what i'm saying it's like yo you fucking with this? As long as you fucking with this, I'm going to have fun. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right, sure, right. to make sure the trains stay on the tracks and we all good. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like the directing stuff, especially for Lena. Lena's just like super chill. So it's just like, mm. you know, she put a bunch of people on too. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, mm. it's her baby. So it's like, know the story. But like, you're going to feel... Like it, you know, people seem to like twenties and boomerang, which is good. You know, people didn't. Then like, like it, even if they didn't, I wouldn't have been stressing directing it because I'm like I'm a tool for someone else's story. So if someone's like I don't like that show, I'm like, well, you know, like yeah, I just you know, I'm not it. gonna take. I'm directing it, you know what I'm saying? Which is partially my fault, but at the same time, like. You know what I'm saying? A lot like, of it, it's just, a lot it's of it not, that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> I mean, the subject matter, like some people don't like won't so for various reasons, but like you know, mm. you know, director, I want to make sure the person who hired me is happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like, fortunately, mm. people seem to respond to Boomerang, and they seem to respond to Twenties. You know what I'm saying? And so you know that that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, people fought right, right. like cool, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lena's a monster. You know what I'm saying? I like, regardless, even if they didn't fuck with the show, like, it's like when you're making it, you don't feel precious about it because you're like, I'm an employee. You feel like I'm an employee. Mm. But when it's your shit, I don't feel like an employee on this movie. So it's like, it's much right. more stressful because, like, something goes sideways. I'm trying to fix it. Like, it's like my responsibility right. to it told the blue car, why is this car fucking blue? Where's that red car? If I'm on somebody's show and the car comes and I'm like, this ain't the color the car's supposed to be, but I don't, you know, oh, yeah. I don't have no control over that, so I'm going to do what I control. Like, on, right. two, on a movie, uh, you're like, where the fuck is that red car? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be tripping the fuck out over something that you wouldn't necessarily trip out on as a TV director. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of directing style, what do you do you think you're do you think and I don't know if people have come back to you because this is this is your directorial debut, correct? 
yeah, in yeah. terms of like major major motion film. Um, you you direct the TV, obviously. You've done some some small shorts and stuff in college throughout college. Um, but in the in the in the in the short resume of directing that you've done, what do you think your directing style is? Do you do you feel like you're that over the top director? I don't imagine you to be that because I know you know I know you. So I'm like you've always been a chill you know a chill dude. You know what I'm saying? But it's like do you do you see yourself being that director where it's like I asked for black coffee, no sugar, three no. creams. No. <laughs> Where's the blue car? Where's the red car? Nah, nah, I'm I'm actually mellow as fuck, but like I'd be but like I, I just internalize angst, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, I uh I'm chill as fuck. We play music on the set every day, like that's like stylistically, I'm like a, a very easygoing mellow director, you know what I'm saying? But mm. like you know, I think that like the the stress I internalize on, on on this set is much different than the stress I internalize on TV sets. TV sets, I'm mm. like coasting, chilling, like it's so great. I'm like, man, this is fun as hell. Like, you know what I mean? Where even if it's like, even right. if you got eight pages in a day, and it's fucking crazy. Still, it's just like it's a different kind of vibe, you know. But then this shit is like. You're like always like looking over your shoulder at the clock, like how much time do I have? Okay, fuck. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you just yeah. always, you know, survival mode of like you know, we got what we need. You know, you're like about tomorrow, you're thinking about just like things that can go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but in terms of just like stylistically, though, now nah, I'm, I'm chilling the motherfucker on set. <laughs> So, you one of the things one of my my big homies told me, man, it's just like, man, you can't, you know, you you, I mean, you can't, you you, even if it like, even if you feel like incredible anxiety, like you you gotta just act like it's amazing, you know right? <laughs> actors in, in general, you know, specifically, you know, what I'm saying like, because like actors they'll worry, you know, what I'm saying right. Like, you know, if so if something you be like, the car in here, the car in here, like the fucking producer, where's the car? Where the fuck is the car at? They didn't bring it. What you mean they didn't bring the car? You know what I'm saying? Well, after come over, how's it going, man? This shit hitting, dog. Hey, we good, man. We gonna be shooting in twenty minutes. <laughs> you ain't gonna tell the actor the car didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Crane broke. Crane broke. Like, crane broke. Like, what the fuck going on with the crane? I don't know. They trying to troubleshoot it. I, I'll stall. Like you got to make it seem like the shit working out great. You know what I'm saying? Like Fucking, everything is smooth. And you, you, you might have a piece of, we had a techno dolly that was just like going crazy one day, man. Like this piece of gear that we had that we had to work because motion control. So you're trying to do this like, mm. fact you need this motion control um, camera, and that shit was just shaking. It's just like totally like fucked up. And he's like, okay, like we ain't go if this if we don't fix this, today's fucked. Like, you know, this whole scene is fucked. And it's right. just like you just gotta act like it's all good. <laughs> you just gotta act like it's all good. There ain't nothing to see here. <laughs> you know so saying? being being in being in such a pivotal, you know, such a monumental position on on film and obviously having the the, the burden of you know 
everything on your shoulders. How do you handle your, how do you handle that stress? Cause like you said, you kind of, you got thrown in the fire from jump and like the fire keeps getting bigger. <laughs> in my opinion, the fire keeps getting bigger. It's like, okay, we writing with, with, with big names and, you know, big films. Now we directing with big, big names. Like I forgot, I, I, I just remember, I forgot to mention John Boyega. You got Jamie Foxx, John Boyega, and uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, she was in she was in another film with uh with, with Jamie Foxx, right? Uh, she in a movie with Jamie? She was in. China. Was she in uh the movie with with Jamie Foxx, the other Netflix film where they was in they filmed it in New Orleans, where he was like they were they were pop, they were taking the pills and making oh, them like superpowers. And that's Dominique Fishback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, not her. Uh, Judas. She was in Judas most recently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, from Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. So she and WandaVision, uh, she our Candyman that's coming out, the next Candyman movie. Yeah. She the lead in Candyman. She and WandaVision. And she um so, she she in the so next you, you you're dealing with you're dealing with well, well known, noticeable people, and you've got obviously you're on a, a large movie set. Big time stress. Like how you deal with that shit? Like you, the fire keeps big, getting bigger, and you ain't you ain't getting burnt. Like how you deal with it? Knock on wood, man. Uh, now nah, I mean honestly, like it's so chaotic. The easiest way to explain it is like you can't even. Honestly, it's so chaotic. Schedule changes. It rains. You got to cover set. You you like every day is like. Some wild shit can, or an actor could just be in a bad mood and like you know what I'm saying, and that could just fuck up the day. Like you know, what I'm saying? like you can have a supporting actor, or something just come in and and just wilding the fuck out. Like anything could be happening. Like on any given day, you. I think the easiest way to describe it is like it, it's too much going on to even think about it. Like right, gotcha. You ain't even got time to really think about what the hell just went wrong because something else is finna go wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, are you, you're just trying to make sure it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, you know, when you're on set, like, I, you want you want to fucking burn a, you want to fast forward 12 hours, just go to a movie set. Like, nothing will make time pass faster than, like, I got to shoot five, I got to shoot these five things, 10 shots or whatever it is by, you know, Sundown, you know, you you might get to six, six in the morning, twelve hour day, and you fighting the sun. That sun is gonna be here in three hours. You'd be like, God damn, we just got it three wow. hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, the pain will like fucking melt the fuck away, like disappear. You know what I'm saying? And you, like, so you by the time you look up, you're like, oh shit, it's lunch already. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, six right. hours day you break for lunch and it's like what what the fuck going on like you know what i'm saying like you, <laughs> tell me it's seven o'clock it's 10 o'clock what the fuck like you know what i'm saying like it happens every day you just you look up and like four hours have passed you're like i just got here you know what i'm saying like all right i don't know fucking time you know what i'm saying and so it's like you know i think like that helps you not even I mean, you can't, I don't know, it's like you can't even focus on it being overwhelming or not, because it's just like, you just, 
Still going. A million little tasks, you know what I'm saying, happening back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, usually like, you know, you get it set up, the DP, they start setting a shot and you got a little moment to chill. And then that little moment to chill, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you chilling. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like when you have a break, mm-hmm. you have a, like, you know, say like DP, like, man, it's going to take 45 minutes for, you know, to get this shot ready. Man, like you, you, if you don't have something, body asking you something or like, you know, something you're trying to work out, you know, some producer asking about something for tomorrow or like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a coordinator trying to show you stunt vids for some stunt that's coming up or like, Man, you 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 so chilling, like you know, because we keep the music playing. Like it's like, it's it's like, all of your spare time on set is like used for decompressing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like I use my spare time. And that's that's not, and that's something you implemented, right? Because everybody don't do that. Like you, you, you make a conscious decision to make sure that you know that kind of atmosphere. You're you're curating that kind of atmosphere, right? Like no, I you know. I I haven't been. There are very few sets that like <laughs> keep the music playing like I do. Uh, like mm. you know, that's pretty pretty rare. Um, but we like I gotta have you know what I'm saying like I gotta have fucking music playing. Like if we not shooting, if we not rolling, or if we not. Sometimes there'll be an actor like I ain't gonna say no names, but like a supporting actor who like hates to hear the music in the background because it just like fucks his process. So like yeah. you know, when he's on set rehearsing, they'll stop the music. But like, you know, um everybody else is like, no, nah, we keep the music. Like it, like it's just very relaxed and mellow for like most people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like when I'm not in the right. trying to tell something out, it's like, all right, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I'm here on the weekend, you know, I try to like play video games I try you know what I'm saying like if it's a you know like we shoot sometimes on so like we shot today Saturday you know what I'm saying I only got I only got one day off but like we got five days left in the movie we 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 wrap Friday and so it's like mm-hmm. you know it kind of can't you know and we had a lot of night shoots which was rough but like that was rough shit but like you know usually like you know if I got like a a, a day off I'm I'm gonna chill at the house and just like lounge you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. try to not think about it you know what i'm saying because like right. otherwise it's like all consuming you know what i'm saying it like it could be you know what i'm saying like right. so and this situation is a little bit different too because you know you're not you're not at actual it's weird because you kind of at home but you're not at home because like you from near atlanta but you live in cali so it's like you're not at actual home and yeah. so is that is that is that like is that like fucking with you? I mean, like, man, I I, I love being back, you know, in the south. So it's like I feel very at home. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> and it's like, especially these last this last about week or so when the weather then started getting warm again and shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it like and like Georgia's so opened up, like that people just be out and about. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh know yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta doesn't have COVID at all, right? <laughs> if you look at that, it seems like they don't have COVID at all, man. Oh man, it's crazy. Like, wow. Like, like, damn. So I mean, you know, it's like, it's 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 
it's fun being back, but it's like it'd be more fun if I could like go out and like go into the world. Right. You know, you pretty much don't go nowhere. You know, you, in, you fucking Postmate and Uber Eats and right. You, know, you might go to the grocery store, but that's it, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Well, maybe you like pick up some food and drive through or something, but like kind of, I'm kind of in a bubble, like an NBA bubble. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But like, um, you know, with um, you know, being here, it's like it feels like I'm at home here too. You know what I mean? Like I feel at home in both places. I've been in LA so long that it's right. like obviously it's very like homey now because I, you know, I have an infrastructure in LA too. But like mm-hmm. a bunch of people, like you know. A bunch of people still live down south, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right, right, right. Family, you know, see my mama and Kristen, and you know, and, yeah. and all, you know, a bunch of people. So it's like, oh shit, you know, feels very like comfortable, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like it's it's like it's act like it's just you get like like I said, you get used to even like chaos, used to chaos, you know, <laughs> like. You get used to like, okay, like, ugh, roll out of bed, go to set, get grinded dust, come back 12 hours later, 13 hours later, relax for like an hour, try to lay down, <laughs> wake up the next day, do the shit again, 50 days in a row, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a fucking marathon. Right. Like, it's very, it's like athletic, you know what I'm saying, in terms of just... And then after that, you got post-production. And then after post-production, you got the premiere. And then you kind of back at work because you're the director. You ain't the behind-the-scenes person. You directing. So, like, you got to do a little press run, premieres. Oh, mind you, you got to follow up about that because, you know, I ain't, I'm only in the beginnings of, like, press, of, like, having to, like, deal with press-related kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I be mm. trying to fuck off the press shit, you know what I'm saying? And like, Netflix is already... <laughs> oh, it's uh, coming. Oh, I know, it's already here, quietly. Like, it's, you know, we got the EPK on set, you know what I'm saying? And like, the, you know, Netflix is trying to get me to answer these little, do these little featurettes and like, and I, like, avoiding it and like, not doing it. Like, Gotta get the director's cut. <laughs> they want the commentary, man. They want, they want the fucking interview. Like, and it's just like you know, I. It's funny because I like. I try to avoid interview situations at all costs. Obviously, this is an exception. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't an interview. This is about like from from. Oh, it's not. No, this is just look. look I know you, nigga. We just have a conversation. We catching up basically. It's like I, you know, what I'm saying I, I ain't talked to you in forever for real, except for a little tidbits here and there. So this is just. This is catching up. This is me picking your brain like, yo, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's it's, a, but, it's coming though, man. But like that that whole side of it, man, is like I'm I'm very like I, I do not want that to come. You know. I mean, yeah, I mean like you don't you don't you don't have social media for real. And uh, you know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> what like what are you gonna do? But you know what I'm saying when that when that piece comes, like it's gonna be like, hey, you can't find me. 
<laughs> they gonna be like, where can we, where can we follow you? And be like, nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> hey, they might hey, look. You might look. You you you've always been like I said. You've always been multi talented, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. From from jump, from literally pre K kindergarten. You know what I'm saying. You've always been creative, dog. And this, you you know what I'm saying. You you're one of the people who you know we. We ain't normal, for lack of a better term. Like we ain't normal. We do what we want to do, and I'm 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 proud to say that I know you, and I'm proud that you like you still you still you though. Like no bullshit, you still you. Like nothing about you has changed at all. Your hair longer, you older, you you know you know a bunch of famous people, but other than that, you ain't changed though. Like you still you still jewel like. But it's funny, you know what I'm saying, like. You know, and you know me for a long time. If you call me Jewel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I, the OG, the OG just called me Jewel. The, the that was crazy. I told, I told, I told Megan because she the the first time, the first time she called me, and and uh and and put you on the phone. You was like, "Is this Arthur Wilson?" And I was like, "This got to be who knows me before like 1995." Because like <laughs> nobody nobody calls me Arthur. Like, I'm like if you know if you met me high school on, everybody called me AJ. So when you was like Arthur, I was like, this is a, from the past. It's like this guy knows me. It's like AJ, like and like the same way Joel probably sound foreign. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like hold on, who is that? <laughs> who is that? Somebody knows me for real in this. This is Arthur and Jewel have a conversation. Right, exactly, exactly. This is Arthur and Jewel having a conversation. <laughs> but man, Arthur, you may be been around long. Man, dog, like I'm proud of you, dog. Man, this shit, this shit is amazing. Dog. Every time, whenever something got your name attached to it, I'm supporting it just because. I it's, I got to dog. I don't have no choice dog. Like it's, <laughs> it's 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 like I said. You know, coming from where we come from, the last ones who was like about some about some from where we was from was like you know we you got the Commodores, you got Tom Joyner, you had Frank play football for some years. But other than that, like ain't nobody big time came out of Skeeny like that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody big time come out of Skeeny, and now we got Jewel Taylor to add to the list, man. It's it's like. You you like whether you want to accept it or not. You can you can be you can be humble as you want to be, but my nigga, like you own, bro. Like it's 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 a beautiful thing to see, dog. It's a beautiful thing. It's like you right now. This could be the last project you do. You could be like, you know what? I retire, and he's gonna be like, you did Creed too, and he you know he directed the whole film and wrote and co-wrote it with Jamie Foxx, John Boyega, like. And you can just go sit down and everybody be like, like, like you could, like, just real talk. You could real talk, like, just come back home, automatically become the grand marshal for the homecoming parade, and just go live around the lake and be like, yeah, you know, and just like, just like, you could, you could accept that 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 portion of life where you be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm like, nothing else to do. So, it brings me to the last question: your trajectory and this, your path, your journey to this point, and and, you know, seemingly is unconventional. Like you, you, you was in school. You was a general arts major. 
played around with it a little bit and was like, all right, the film, the film the green, came home. Like your whole, like everything that you've explained to this point, it was like you were prepared, but you were also at the right place at the right time. You also had the right connections, networks, relationships in place, which played a huge part of it. And it's like, okay, so whether any of this was part of your goal or not, what's your goal now? Because if those were your goals, you've accomplished it. Like you wanted, you, 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 I did film. You've done film to the fullest at this point. Like from all, from what I know about film, you've done film from the back end to the front end. Like you, you started in the back, you was a PA, you did some sound work, then you wrote, and then now you directed, you directed TV and movie. And it's like, what you gonna do? What's what's next? Just, you just keep doing it? Like you just you, like what do you do? Cause like, you know, you could you could have been directing, you know, low budget films for the rest of your life, and then you get your one big movie and then you're like, all right, you know, I'm telling you, but like you come out the gate like bam, blockbusters. Catch it. <laughs> like, all right, so what you do? So what do you do now? What do you do? What does what does Jewel Taylor do next? Where well, it's like, all right. I don't know. I like. I don't know what's the next step up of this because it's like TV, movie, and it's like what what, what do you do? Documentaries or you know, shit, uh, autobiography, movies of you know famous people. What do you do? So I mean, like, I feel like you know, I wanna, I wanna, you know, I wanna steal like J.J. Abrams, Donald Glover kind of career. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanna, you know, do that multi hyphenate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like. Honestly, like, man, I'm trying to, like, get into, like, producing more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we, we sold that, that TV show. You know what I'm saying? Um, we sold that TV show. And, like, you know, we, we just put our classmates, you know, not, like, they didn't let us put all, all as many people we wanted to on, but we put, like, several of our classmates on as, as writers in the writer's room. You know what I'm saying? When the season, mm-hmm. when we... We shoot the season. We're gonna put some more of our USC classmates on as directors. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. like to me, that's like the real, the real boss shit is like when you can be like, Pretty when they got to ask nobody for nothing. I can just be like, all right, I'm gonna do the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm like, all right, like, motherfuckers, that like, there's people that's like, fucking amazingly fucking just raw at the shit. You know what I'm saying? I went to school with this like an incredible motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like they just ain't had an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and a couple of them, you know, able to give a couple of our classmates, like they in the WGA now, they in the guild now because we like staffed them on our show. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. We staffed somebody on our TV show. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, Nina hooked me up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I, you know, I, I want to like, you know, put his on, you know, I want to be in a position to put his on in terms of like, put myself on, put other niggas on, like in terms of just like, getting to that JJ Abrams point where it's like, you know, you can these people that I went to school with, who who is like super raw, you know what I'm saying? But like. They didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't get the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, that's the hard shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, even without, even with the soundtrack of the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, my my, my boy, like, got it, got him placed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got, got right, him right. a place. 
on track. So it's like the more like, you know, control you get, you know what I'm saying, the more you kind of like make those kind of personnel decisions, you know what I'm saying? And 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 start to like fucking be able to make more shit than like you could make if you was just writing and directing it all. It's like like that's like the thing. Like right. JJ pop in, direct the movies if you want. You can also like if he had an idea but he didn't feel like writing it, you can hire a writer. Go hire a director right. and like make that idea a reality while he works on two other things. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, right, right, right. You really want to get to the point where like I can pick and choose what I want to do, and I can dish mm. off ideas or like you know what I'm saying find writers, hire people. You know what I'm saying, and like be able to kind of still make uh, extra additional shit. You know what I'm saying, like lightweight kind of you know bad robot kind right. of shit. I'm saying, right, right, right. That would be the the tight shit is to like you know kind of get in that kind of bad robot kind of situation. It's like okay, like <laughs> you went to school with me. I know, I know what you can, what you capable of. Oh, I got this fucking script idea. We got this overall deal with Universal. You know what I'm saying? So they, you know, like you get an overall deal, man. They might give you a, you know, they'll, you know, you, if you sign, you know, you get an overall deal with some studio, man. They'll give you development fund. They might give you. You know, depending on how, what, who you are, you might get half a million, million dollars a year a development fund. And you can take that mm-hmm. and just spend it on hiring writers or, or acquiring material. You know what I'm saying? I go out and get the rights to a place and then pay a motherfucker 50K to do a draft, you know, you know. You All know right. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, but like, it's first you gotta like make something that people fuck with. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta do the first part first. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right, right, right. That's what I want to do. But like, all, all right now, all I want for this movie to turn out all right, so you can have some breathing room in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Movie turn out all right. This and one, it'd be all right. This one got to hit after this. After this, it's a production company coming. Not right away. I feel like it's be making production company. Like who? You got a company? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I know some things that I'd be raising my eyebrows. Like, you got a production company, dog? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, actors and, like, you be like, man, you was in one movie. How you got a company? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> real, man. Like, you go for it. You know what I'm saying? But if, That's like the equivalent of the LLCs. Like, hey, get in the movie. Start an LLC. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Start a production company. Get it. Get I, it. Got to do it. I ain't got no product. I, I I feel like I gotta have some hit or something. Well, I ain't never. You gotta gonna, get. You gotta get somebody to belt. You'll never see me with a production. Company. I know some <laughs> that like. I'm like, man, man, it was a supporting character, and how the fuck you got? <laughs> I'm like, how did he, what, what, who making your movies? Like, I ain't trying to be that person. Like, I did one thing and now I'm like, here's my company. You know what I'm saying? I'm I got an expert on it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You like Barry Jenkins, you won an Oscar, you better start a company. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pat, like, right, right. Pastel, like, you know, he, he killing the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but like, I ain't try. I feel like it's presumptuous of me to like try to like you know that's that's a little further. You know what I'm saying? I gotta like, further down the line. I gotta, I gotta at least have some success first before I try to do some shit like that. 
You know what I'm saying? I gotta have some success. Like I've got jobs, but I ain't had success. That's a difference. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say mm-hmm. I'm on my own. I I say I'm working, but like I like that. I'm gonna say I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I like that. You own. I like that. You had success. You know what I'm saying? So like that gotta come first. You know what I'm saying? And then so now like right now I just gotta make this shit good. Hopefully this shit turn out straight. <laughs> you know. That shit turn out straight and you try to parlay some more shit. You know, you make a couple things. They're like, all right, this person is reputable. I'll watch some shit this person makes. Then you then you make a production company and, and people give a shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Chris Nolan makes some some heat. You come back with, you know, now now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden he got he got his own shit. Like, you know, Chris Nolan hit you with memento, and you know what I'm saying? Hit you with right. and now he's like, okay, Batman begin. All right, now let me hit y'all with my with my production company because you know we know Chris Nolan. If it's got his stamp on it, I'm going to see it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you want to have it. You know, I want to wait till like you know somebody actually would give a damn before I try to like start branching out for real, for real and doing shit. But like that's the goal though. You know, that's what you try to I'm gonna tell you right now. You own. You got you got shit under your belt. The only thing right now is you got things that's still in works right now. Like you got what three things in production right now? Three or four. So once those are once those are done and then everything's get validated because it will. You 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 got you got it, you got it in there. You own. Listen, we from Tuskegee though. You own. You all look. You can be humble as you want to. I appreciate it. I love it, dog. Look, got to be humble. You all <laughs> You look. You roll up on an OG, or old school. You were like, you doing what? Shoot movies with Jamie. Oh, you all <laughs> By by hometown, look by hometown standards, you own. By big city standards, you still working. You working on your success. You coming up. Alabama, Tuskegee, Alabama standards. You were on. You was on. You was, you was on a minute ago. Like your name, you you on the front page of the newspaper because it's like hometown hero. I told you, you come home right now. You 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 in the parade. <laughs> and you, you come home right now. They build you a whole float. They name the street after you. All that shit. <laughs> Zoom with Mr. Tuskegee, man. You the ambassador, man. I see the little flight. 87. Hey, look, I know what man. Huh? look, man, I'm just I'm just a humble servant trying to make sure that I expose people like you to the world, man. Hey, 87, that's the year. That's the year. That's the year everything was made. Y'all see it. Same 87, man. Anybody I got I got I got you some stuff coming too. I'm gonna send I'm gonna send Meg some stuff too. I'm gonna send y'all a little a little a little package, man. You know what I'm saying? So you can uh you know what I'm saying you can flex with people. I can, you know what I'm saying? You ain't on no social media, so I ain't like I can use it for clout. I can be like, yo, international movie director, Jewel Taylor's rocking my shit, but I do need that uh that goddamn fried chicken shirt. I ain't bullshitting you. <laughs> Overnight, man, I wear that bitch on set and somebody take a picture of it. <laughs> I got you. But look, man, I saw, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you, man, for taking the time out of your busy schedule because I know it's busy, dog. You could be using this time to wind down, so I definitely appreciate you for taking the time to, to chit chat with me, dog. Like you said, this ain't an interview, man. This is this is two partners that that have been knowing each other since damn near birth. 
just catching up and you know what I'm saying? And it's it's been a pleasure, dog. Like we I can't you know what I'm saying, I catch you every now and again. We we chat for you, we chat for a minute and it's like it's always like old times just um, you know what I'm saying? I follow I follow what I can follow, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a pleasure, man. It's 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 surreal seeing, you know what I'm saying, people that I know doing big things. You know what I'm saying? It's like coming from where we from, we know we a lot of us are destined for greatness. Um, a lot of us are destined for greatness and like, you know, what people might consider average things. Like I know, you know, I know like ten lawyers, I know like five doctors, I know hundreds of nurses, but I only know one movie director that's directing movies with big name Oscar winners and shit. I only know like one one of my friends who has his products being sold in foot lockers, you know, in, in different cities. Like, you know, I got one friend who is, you know, a restaurant owner who has multiple restaurants, you know what I'm saying? So like, I know a lot of people that do a lot of, you know, average things, doctors, lawyers, you know, blue collar workers, white collar, they do that thing. But it's like, it's only a handful of us that's going to be what people look at and automatically attach success to it and you're one of those people whether you whether you embrace it or not i know i know you know i know the humble aspect comes with it where it's like hey you know i ain't i ain't there yet but it's like bro when you're looking at it you're doing you're doing great things and i know it's way more greater than you're coming dog so i'm proud of you i appreciate you dog anything you want to say before we end this recording oh man you know proud of you man you know what i'm saying it's like shit looking at your ass from being in goddamn Miss Reese class, you know what I'm saying, all the way up to now. Right. Entrepreneur extraordinaire, you know what I'm saying? And like shit, honestly, man, you missed Tuskegee, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when I think of Tuskegee, I think I can't help but think about you, St. Joseph, you know what I'm saying? Shit. I you know, I clan my part, man. It's just like that's a that's a part of my history, dog. Same way, you know what I'm saying? That we, we all our look class, we know each other's mamas and grandmamas. You know what I'm saying? Always. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like our whole little class, like we know each other, know each other, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had like I'm like I you know, it's one of the things like you all of us have like stayed at our parents, like you stayed at each other's houses, our parents like it was back when times where like your parents had permission to whoop other people's kids. It's like if I was at your house and I was doing wrong, your mama had permission to knock me the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's how it always was, man. But cheers, my brother. This yeah, is man. to much more success. All your wildest dreams coming true, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an extended version of uh, Regional Podcast Cocktail Combos with the illustrious Jewel Taylor. Uh, hometown hero from Tuskegee, Alabama, man, my good friend. Always, always, always a pleasure, man. Um, but you can follow us on all social media at Brethren Pod. It's B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N-P-O-D. Bread, like bread, because we always about our bread and we always getting bread. Follow us on all social media, like we said, and we will catch you on the flip side. Shout out to my colleagues, Dr. John Levin, PhD, and Mr. Destron Wells, Destron Wells Consultant. We will be back with regular episodes soon. So, Stay tuned, follow us, and see what we got going on. We love you. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace.